the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Source for NDSU Athletics in the Twin Cities. The Biz 1440. KYCR Golden Valley. Go Bison. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Wildfires are dominating the headlines and skylines in the southwest today. More than 1,600 firefighters are on the battle lines in both Arizona and New Mexico trying to tamp down about a half a dozen blazes in the one state and several in the other. And a lot of houses have already been destroyed. In addition, a number of ranches had to be evacuated yesterday near Santa Fe, New Mexico. Ukraine's prosecutor general says that Vladimir Putin is engaged in a deliberate campaign of war crimes. Putin wants to destroy Ukraine and wants to kill all Ukrainians. We see it in his speeches. We see in it in the speeches of his authorities. Irina Venediktova says that the Russian crimes are not merely occurrences, but the actual war strategy. This is SRN News. Mistakes, little mistakes, big mistakes, monumental mistakes, they all matter. When they're made in regard to your retirement, though, they can be disastrous. Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Alan Mike. The guys are going to share with you common mistakes that retirees make that can derail your retirement. Make sure you listen so you can keep your retirement on track. To find out more, listen to Money Matters with Alan Mike, 2 p.m. Sunday on The Biz 1440, or call them at 855-231-6010. Every day, the men and women of the United States Marine Corps demonstrate their commitment to defend the American way of life. Since 1775, we have served our nation as a force in readiness. From combat operations to humanitarian assistance in every corner of the world. No matter where the mission takes us today, or wherever our country needs us tomorrow, we always remember the land we call home. As Marines, we take a stand for each other, for our nation, for us all, the few, the proud, the Marines. Think a lot about your family, your friends, your favorite things to do. But you know what you don't think about? Who's your plumber? Hi, I'm Kayla from Champion Plumbing. And it's okay if the only time you think of us is when something happens, like your water heater quits on you. At Champion Plumbing, we can usually install a new water heater same day. Who's your plumber? Don't think, just call. Champion Plumbing, online at championplumbing.net. That's championplumbing.net. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. Come on, rise and shine. It's a beautiful day, isn't it? It's going to be a great year. Turn all the lights on and kill the noise. 
The Biz 1440 presents the best two hours of economic news and commentary. Is it safe? It's the King Banyan Show. This is a man. Your source for penetrating economic insight, razor-sharp analysis, and unflinching universal thought. My mind is a globe whirling transient nodes of thought. Everything you need to maintain clarity and stay ahead of the economic curve. Now, here's Professor King Banyan. Uh, welcome back, King Banyan Show, The Biz 1440. I feel like should, I should... The only problem with that music is I feel like I should be holding a mixed drink of some kind right now. And it is way too early in the day for that. Um... Six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. The number to call. Questions, comments. Six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. So we've talked about we've talked about the thing that everyone wants to talk about, which is inflation. Let's face it, inflate. You know, of the things that economists can talk about wisely, inflation is there. Yes, I understand the French elections are tomorrow, and I've seen a lot of opining about it. I got to be blunt with you. It's not that I don't care. I do care. I have nothing useful to say about that other than something I might read out of a newspaper. My listeners are smart, sharp. They send me things. They know what's going on. They're, they're, they're news savvy. You can find your own news about, about uh, Macron versus Le Pen. And I'm just going to leave it there. It is important. I do think the China story is undercovered. And I think it should it should get a lot more of attention, and not just as an argument about zero COVID. Okay, that part of the story doesn't interest me. What interests me is the impact of trying to enforce zero COVID on the supply chain problems that that continue within the United States. Um, so that is that is what I'm interested. By the way, thank you for the. Uh, Thank you uh, for the commentary from uh, from Don about my about my uh, my little experience uh, on um, on uh, uh, last Saturday during the uh, during a road race. I, I I blame the pavement. Okay, how dare it reach up and grab my foot? Um, it is scandalous. Um, you know, the sad part is I've run that path, I've run that trail many times. It actually run it runs it. The trail passes almost directly below me, right outside my window, down three floors. Um, I've run that trail. I know those bumps are in there. I just took my eye off the off the uh, path for a moment. Um, don't know what. I actually think I was just experiencing, wow, this run's going really well. And then, and then God says, <laughs> I have other plans for you today. Uh, so there you go. Anyway, I, 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 I would... So let me move further in this conversation about what's what's happening in the economy. So we've had Janet Yellen. You know what? I'm going to repeat a couple of things I've played right now. We've had Janet Yellen on uh, on Bloomberg say say what she thinks going on right now with uh, with inflation, the fact that it's going to continue. Let's play again. Cut number seven. Well, it may have peaked, but look, you know, inflation has been high, and I think the shocks emanating from this unjustified attack on Ukraine um, will prolong inflationary pressures. So the outlook is uncertain. Um, As you know, the Fed is taking steps to bring inflation down, 
but I think we'll have to put up with high inflation for a while longer. And the reason for that, I believe, is because the we're in a position where we're well away from a neutral inflation rate. And I, I, I'm going to I want to say I almost pulled a cut from someone saying they don't know what the neutral rate is. Uh, Mohammed El Arian, in fact, saying oh, I don't this concept of neutral interest rate is a dodge. We don't really understand what that means in this environment. I would argue we do know what a neutral interest rate is theoretically. We can have a slight debate about what that number is, but those debates are in are in the first decimal place. Okay, it's not an argument between two percent and four percent interest rates. It's an argument about whether it should be two point two or two point four or something like that. Okay, and and that is completely irrelevant to the conversation. To, in to me at least, it's it's irrelevant, and so. Jim Bullard, on uh, in an interview on uh, an extended interview on CNBC, talks about that inflation rate, the inflation rate that's out there, and says, "This cut number five, please." If you think the pre-pandemic economy was one where we were on the balanced growth path with with uh, no upward or downward pressure on inflation, now we've got. Uh, a little bit hawkish policy uh, going uh, that's helping us to put downward pressure on the uh, very significant inflation readings that we're seeing. In addition, I think inflation will moderate partly on its own, but but uh, there's still a component that won't moderate all by itself. Um, we can argue, I think maybe a good topic for today is what which component won't moderate uh, all by yeah. itself. And uh, but a minimum, I would say, would be to look at the Dallas Fed trim mean 3.6 percent. That probably represents a pretty persistent component of inflation and 3.6 percent is well above our inflation target. More than half the prices uh, in the personal consumption expenditure measure of inflation, which is the Fed's preferred measure, are raising it more than 5 percent. There are some that are falling. And that 3.6% is down, and some, of, and some of those higher price increases may indeed be transitory. But if you tell people that your goal is 2% inflation, and I don't care if it's 2%, 2% as a year-by-year number, or if you're going to do flexible average inflation targeting, I don't care what that is. If that 12-month, one-year-long trim mean number is at 3.5%, it is very hard for you to argue that you're hitting a target unless you decide somehow that you're averaging back into the 2016, 2017, and you're going to make an argument that 3.6 is to make up for past inflation, an argument that the Fed has never made. Indeed, Jay Powell appeared on a panel with uh, the head of the European Central Bank, uh, Christine Lagarde, and the IMF president. Uh, the president of the IMF um, as well, and they were talking about, and they were being asked questions about the world economy, and Jay Powell has some things to say. Let's play this first, cut number one, please. It's absolutely essential to restore price stability. Without price stability, really, the economies don't work without price stability. We need that to have a strong labor market for an extended period of time. We need it for financial stability, so we must do that. So that is super interesting to me because this is not what the argument was two years ago. If you go back into the archives of the King Banyan Show on the Biz 1440 at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com, if you go back there and listen to what we were, what 
go back to August of 2020, the Fed had been very clear that they were not going to look at inflation because they wanted to improve the labor market. So how can you say back then that we were going to wait until the unemployment rate was brought down and for specific demographic groups in the one side and then say price stability, you can't have healthy labor markets without price stability. What that means is you took your eye off the ball. You took, you made, you took price stability for granted and said, well, while I've got price stability, I'm going to go ahead and see if I can't push down the unemployment rate for teenagers or the unemployment rate for women, or the unemployment rate for, for people of color. I argue that as laudable as that might seem to you, that's not something that the Fed can do. But that's a that's a that's an argument. All right. The Fed can't target particular things. What they what they were doing was basically a rising tide you know, lifts all boats. Yep, that's true. But the rising tide was a rising tide of liquidity at at zero interest rates. The Fed pumping more and more reserves into the system. Continue. Cut number two. I try not to comment on specific market pricing for things, but I, I will just say this. Uh, at our last uh, meeting, and this was in the, in the, min, the minutes from the meeting, many, many on the committee uh, thought it would be appropriate for there to be one or more 50 basis point hikes. Are you one of those people? I don't disclose my own uh, path. I try to, I try to lead the, the committee, but... Uh, so I think um, uh, I think markets are are processing what we're saying. They're reacting appropriately, generally. But I wouldn't want to bless any particular market pricing. And 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 it's interesting that 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 almost felt like it was a response to uh, Jim Bullard from the previous day. Cut number four. I earlier uh, this year argued that we needed to be at a hundred basis points on the Fed funds rate by July one. Now it looks like the market pricing will have uh, that and more priced in. So I think that's good. I also argued that the balance sheet runoff should start in the second quarter. So I'm hopeful that we'll get that going uh, very soon here at a coming meeting. So if I look at the if I look at the uh, Fed funds rate number, and I say, what do you expect to happen at the next me- at the next meeting? The next meeting currently is just priced out at uh, at a 50 basis point increase to 75 to 100, which which a month ago was like the two thirds probability. Now it's a virtual certainty. According to everybody there, in fact, there's nobody with a 25 basis point increase. There's a a, a, a minuscule fraction who believe that there should be a, who say they expect a 75 basis point increase. But 99.6% of the probability lies on the, on the 70, going to a 75-100 from a 25 to 50. What is more interesting to me is the target rate probabilities for the June 15 meeting, which takes you, which has 30% at 125 to 150. Right. And which was not the expectation, even as little as uh, as, you know, which was the majority expectation. The majority expectation is now moved to 70, 70 percent of the uh, 
there's a 70% probability on the target rate being 150 to 175, right? Meaning that the market is expecting perhaps a 75 basis point increase in the June meeting. And Powell is saying he thinks that might be okay. Play it again. Cut number two, please. I try not to comment on specific market pricing for things, but I, I will just say this. Uh, at our last uh, meeting, and this was in, the, in the, min, the minutes from the meeting, many, many on the committee uh, thought it would be appropriate for there to be one or more 50 basis point hikes. Are you one of those people? I don't disclose my own uh, path. I try to, I try to lead the, the committee. But uh, so I think, um, uh, I think markets are, are processing what we're saying. They're reacting appropriately generally, but I wouldn't want to bless any particular market pricing. In fact, the market is out ahead of them, 50 on, on the meeting that will come in, in 10 days from now. But then, then seven weeks later, six weeks later, they expect 75. That's the majority view from the, from the Fed Fund's futures market. Utterly remarkable. Is Powell still, perhaps, behind the curve? We'll be back with more after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz, 1440. Sightseeing in Ferris, at the Mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to The Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. James B. from Maple Grove says, Kaysen did an amazing job. He was quick, thorough, and provided us with high-quality installation. Chris was very helpful through the estimate and delivery process. Thank you, Great Garage Door Company. New double-wide steel doors starting at $13.95. Call 651-486-0000. Give your student the math help they need with this special half-price offer from Mathnasium and the Biz 1440. This offer includes a full Mathnasium assessment, registration, and two sessions per week for seven months. You'll save as much as $1,800. There's only one offer available per Mathnasium Center. To find the Mathnasium near you, go to the station's website and look under Advertisers. Or you can call the station now for more information. This is a half-price offer from Mathnasium, the Math Learning Center. I'm Staff Sergeant Mark Anthony I'm Madrid. Staff Sergeant Smith Akal. Staff Sergeant I'm Alex. Staff Keeley. Sergeant William Lewis, and I am proud to defend my family and our nation. The Air Force Reserve is part of the story of this great nation. I'm grateful that I have a chance to wear the uniform of the heroes that went before me. I am proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference in the world. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. Even as technology evolves and changes, our commitment to defend and protect this nation remains steadfast. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving. We celebrate our proud history and look towards an exciting and uniting future. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. And I am proud to be a member. And of I'm proud to serve in the United and States. And I am Air Force. proud to protect our country. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. AFreserve.com. Proud life across America. Did you know you were kicking in your mommy's tummy before you were born? We were? Yep. I just learned at school that babies move and kick before they're even born. No, no wonder we're so good at soccer. That's right, kids. A preborn baby is moving about and even kicking just 14 weeks from conception. 
Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of information and alternatives to abortion, or you'd like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773, 1-800-366-7773, or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. All right, just have to do a quick detour. King Daniel Show, The Biz 1440. This story just cracks me up. I'm going to read this. This is on Bloomberg this morning uh, from about less than two hours ago. Calling cards pinned up by Jacob Rees-Mogg in government offices, uh, Dateline London, by the way, uh, left empty as a result of civil servants working from home have been branded crass and condescending. The Minister for Government Efficiency... I want you to think about that. Let me pause on that title a second. The Minister for Government Efficiency has reportedly been leaving notes in deserted Whitehall workspaces with the message, quote, Sorry you were out when I visited. I look forward to seeing you in the office very soon. The FDA union, which represents senior public servants, criticized Mr. Rees-Mogg's approach, accusing him of damaging the reputation of the civil service. Uh... The agency, the news agency reporting this, understands that Mr. Rees-Mogg has taken to carrying out spot checks of government buildings, where he has oversight of since being placed in, gov- in charge of government efficiency during Boris Johnson's February reshuffle. Um, apparently, he's been the gov- a government source said the minister strongly believes government works best when as many people as possible are in their departments. In this instance, the office in question was completely deserted. It isn't right that the government's large central London estate lies unused. All right. I probably shouldn't say this, but I'm going to say this since I, since I, am, I do supervise state workers. Hats off to you, sir. Um, my team... Despite everything, and we've tried to do everything we do to make them safe, have been in have been in an office space and worked worked as they were working pre pandemic since July of 2020. Hats off to you, sir. Six five one two eight nine four four seven seven six five one two eight nine four four seven for questions and comments. Let's go back to the to the audio. Okay, so what Paul has said is, hey, we've said there's 50 base point increases coming. The market's saying even 75, and he's kind of, it'll be interesting to see how he tries to finesse if, he, if they want to walk them off the ledge for 75. I mean, that, that expectation of 75 has been a 75-point increase, was as high as 91% on uh, Thursday, excuse me, uh, uh, on Thursday, and now has backed off to seventy uh, percent over that time. So there's a lot of volatility happening, but it's worth remembering that even a month ago, there was no expectation of a seventy-five basis point increase. 
and now it's the majority view, and in fact it was yesterday, the predominant view, um, predominant view of, the, of what was going to happen in the market. Um, but everyone's expecting a hike of at least, and maybe the best way to say this is at least 50%. Let's continue. This was Jay Powell again at the IMF meetings on Thursday in a, in a round table with the, with, uh, the head of the European Central Bank, the head, uh, the, the head of the IMF, and I don't remember who the fourth person was. I thought it was, I thought it was the head of the Bank of England, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't because I, I think Powell was the only male on that group, and the, and the head of the Bank of England is, is a man. So let me play this, cut number three. And I think if you look at, for example, if you look at the last tightening cycle, which was a two-year string of 25 basis point uh, hikes from 2004 to 2006, inflation was a little over 3%. Uh, so inflation is much higher now, and our policy rate is is uh, still more accommodative than it was then. So it is appropriate, in my view, to be moving a little more quickly. And I, I also I also think there's something in the idea of front end loading whatever accommodation one thinks is appropriate. That phrase, front end loading, that front end loading is what got everybody to start scrambling and going, whoa, wait, wait. And here's what's interesting. Again, the convention at the Federal Reserve is that the week before an FOMC meeting, they all go quiet. They are told, they are, in, they are discouraged, maybe that's the right word, discouraged by the, by the Board of Governors and by the Chairman. They are discouraged from speaking in public about monetary policy. That all the conversations now should be internal and stay internal. For the, until the meeting, then the chairman comes out, has the press conference, and after that, everyone comes out and says what they want to say um, after that. But we won't hear anything from them next week, which is why I'm focused on them this week, because I know next week I won't talk about them. Two weeks from now, you won't hear anything but FOMC. You'll hear both a job Saturday and an FOMC meeting. So my show two weeks from now is, I already know what's going to be on that show. Um, I, I'm trying to think about what, but next week's show, I'm still trying to think about what are we going to do next week because it's a fifth Saturday. Uh, but but that's what he believes to be appropriate. Let me go ahead and play a little bit more of him uh, later, later in the conversation. He says this on cut number eight. We had this economy that was, you know, very low inflation, uh, very low unemployment in everywhere in the world uh, before the pandemic. Then the pandemic comes in and really knocks everything sideways. Mm -hmm. Then we have this remarkable, particularly in the United States, response, uh, incredibly fast recovery, faster than anyone hoped. Uh, and then we have inflation. And so that's a lot right there. And then we have a war. And now we're realizing that COVID is still really with us. All right. I'm going to make him play. I'm going to make Daniel play a second time and listen for me to say stop, okay? Uh, because there's two or three points in here where he says something, and I'm like, I'm like, okay, you're still you're still stuck on trying to make this explanation. This is why I said at the top of the hour, right? Team transitory has pivoted to become team peak inflation. Team transitory inflation is now team peak inflation, and its cousin is. Team, oh, woe is us, look at all these terrible things that have happened. 
All right, so let's play the cut. I'm going to have you stop it midway through. Listen for me, please, Daniel. Cut number eight. We had this economy that was, you know, very low inflation, uh, very low unemployment in everywhere in the world uh, before the pandemic. Then the pandemic comes stop. in. All right, so the so there's the there's the table setting, right? This economy was great. I had it all. I it was all going so well for us, and we're supposed to believe that that's because of us. And then a pandemic hits. Woe is us. What was the infl- What was the the rate on uh, the Fed funds rate back at that time? Was it at the neutral rate that everyone believes now is like two and a quarter or two and a half, two and a quarter? No. You had low inflation, low unemployment, and you had it because you were still running the monetary policy hot. The fiscal policy maybe wasn't so hot, but the, the point, why was unemployment rate low while inflation and inflation low at the same time, really doesn't have much to do with you. I would argue, and it's still my argument, um, even though even though we're not allowed to praise any economic policy from the prior administration because orange man bad, I would I, I would say, and I people know I'm not a I'm not a big fan of the of the of the previous president of the United States. I'm not a but I will say the economic policies during that administration led to an increase in supply that held prices down while while leading to lower unemployment. Then the pandemic hits and upsets the entire apple cart. Okay, was some of it good luck? You know, was 2017 to early 2020 good luck? Yeah, a little bit. Good luck in the sense that no major, nothing like the pandemic had happened until Mar- February and March of 2020. That's okay. But then he says, oh, but then the pandemic hits. Oh, woe is me. And let's play the next cut. Continue. And really knocks everything sideways. Mm-hmm. Then we have this remarkable, particularly in the United States, response. Uh, incredibly fast recovery, faster than Stop. anyone. Incredible response. What does that mean? He's talking about monetary policy of March of 2020, which flooded the system with the with even more of the same open pipe liquidity that he was doing. I mean, they they turned the amp to 11, forgive me for overusing a spinal tap reference. But they turned the amp up to 11 on monetary policy. In the meantime, the f- fiscal policy inserts a fairly substantial amount of of money into the system through fiscal through through spending, okay, the, those uh, stimulus checks, right, to replace the income that you lost during the the, the lockdown. I'm not going to relitigate that. I, I don't necessarily think that was a bad idea. And I think if I went back and listened to my show back in April of 2020, I would said, yeah, this probably makes sense. Okay, I don't love it. I don't know how we're going to pay for it. But at this particular moment, this is probably what we have to do but is talking about the policies that he himself supported that leads to that. And then he says this. Continue. Hoped. Uh, And then we have inflation. And so that's a lot. Stop. The inflation is the result of your policy. It's not like the inflation. Oh, well, that just happened. Jay, dude, 
You're why the inflation happened. If you're not going to own it, please step aside and let someone else do the job. It's okay to come out and say, yeah, you know what? We made a mistake. We did a little too we we, we went too far and now we got to pull it back and we probably we probably haven't done it right. But he's not willing to own that. Finish the clip. And then we have a war and now we're realizing that COVID is still really with us. And that, my friend, is what happens when you don't when you haven't prepared. Right? You used up all of your ammunition, and indeed you borrowed trillions of more ammunition on additional spending, additional liquidity, so that when you get a war and you get that COVID lingers longer than you expected, you are overcommitted to a world where you've got too much demand out there and not enough supply, so you get inflation. It's not a flaw. It's not an accident. It is a direct result of the policies that you proposed. We'll be back after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz, 1940. Hey, Mike, what are you doing way up on that ladder? You're going to hurt yourself. Oh, I'm trying to unclog these gutters. That's smart. I had water damage from my gutters last year. It cost me ten grand. Yo, wait, $10,000? Yeah, and from over here, it looks like water's been pouring over your clogged gutters, and it's probably doing real damage to your foundation. You need to do what I did. Get off the ladder and call Leaf Filter. Yeah, but I need to get these gutters flowing now. That's why you need to call Leaf Filter. They'll clean and realign your gutters and install their exclusive micro-mesh screen system so nothing gets in your gutters except water. So Leaf Filter protects my house from damage and means no more gutter cleaning for me? Bingo! Plus, Leaf Filter has an industry-leading lifetime warranty, so your gutters are covered for life. Thanks, Frank. I'm calling Leaf Filter today. Don't go another day with your home unprotected. Call 1-844-300-LEAF or go to tryleaffilter.com for your free gutter inspection. Call 1-844-300-LEAF or go to tryleaffilter.com right now for an extra 15% savings. Call 1-844-300-LEAF or go to tryleaffilter.com. That's 1-844-300-LEAF. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan, double MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. Very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need, 844-57-BIBLE. That's 844-57-BIBLE. 844-57-BIBLE. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. 
The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-764-2179. 800-764-2179. That's 800-764-2179. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, The Biz 1440. You can play her all day long, Daniel. I got to see her as a solo act. She was billed as a solo act at the Minnesota Zoo one summer evening. And there was a guy standing on the side that I did not even know uh, who played like one of the very best slide guitars I'd ever seen. I'm like, by the end of the show... I'm watching him as much as I'm watching her. Susan Tedeschi is a Boston native, and I knew her from the Boston uh, music scene um, after my brother kind of turned me on to to her uh, back in the 1990s. And um, it turns out to be Derek Trucks, who's now now her husband and and is the uh, the same named uh, Trucks Tedeschi, yeah, the Tedeschi Trucks Band. That's him. He used to play for the Alban Brothers, in case uh, you really like that kind of history. 651-289-4477, the number to call with questions and comments. 651-289-4477. By the way, that song's a big, that, that band is a big uh, hit with uh, Dwayne Patterson, producer, uh, Generalissimo, producer of the Hugh Hewitt Show that you hear over on our sister station, AM 12A, The Patriot, where you will also hear the Northern Alliance Radio Network. You get to hear... My friends and colleagues, uh, Mitch Berg, uh, Brad Carlson, and Jack Tomzak, all over there on The Patriot uh, this afternoon and tomorrow afternoon, beginning at 1 o'clock. Uh, be there or be square. Uh, 651-289-4477 with questions and comments. Look, here's maybe, so I just, that's about as close as I do to a rant on this show. Um, and I don't think of myself as being particularly ranty, but I had this comment, this absolutely wonderful comment from, uh, Ken and Champlin, uh, that I, uh, that I wanted, that I'm going to read you. Can't place the specifics, but the back of my mind, I remember fed commentary in the past being that they weren't going to act as inflation went above 2% because it had been two below 2% for some time. That, in fact, is a very accurate description of flexible average inflation targeting, which the Fed said in in August of 2020, they said, this is our new policy framework. This is how we're going to think of things, because we just see that the unemployment rate, particularly for for historically disadvantaged groups, is high, and we want to work on that. Okay. Now, I question whether that's a wise policy. But let me take them at their word, and let me even set aside the question of whether or not their policy would be effective in reducing the unemployment rate. I, 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 I'll stipulate to it, even though I'm not, even, I don't want to make an argument for it, I'm not gonna, but I don't need an argument against it to make the point I want to make. Here's the point I do want to make. 
at some point you have to sort of argue that the inflation rate you want is going to be 2% over some period of time if you say we're on average inflation targeting. Now, PCE inflation was, was over 5% in 2021. PCE inflation was 4.3% in 2022. Now, if you're engaged in average inflation targeting, you have to believe that at some point you're going to get the inflation rate below that number, below the 2% target. Here's their current forecast from their meeting in, meeting last month. In 2023, the median forecast is 2.7%. The median for that this the range of forecasts at the Fed for 2023 were between 2.2 and 3.5%. In other words, in 2023, no single member of the FOMC, no governor, no president, I understand one president actually didn't submit numbers. Um none of them believed the inflation rate was going to be was going to be 2% by 2023. Go to 2024. The median number is 2.3%. The central tendency, which excludes the three highest and the three lowest for each number, was at 2 was at 2.0 was 2.1 to 2. 2.3 to 3.0%. If I go to core PCE, that's 2.4 to 3.0. In other words, nobody had that there. Even if I take the entire range it's 2.2 to 3.5. Go out to 2024. Core rate expected to be 2.3. The, the, the headline number, including food and energy, 2.3. That's the median. The central tendency, 2.1 to 2.4. The range, 2 to 3. Not a single Fed president, not a single Fed governor, is telling me in 2024 I'm going to get the inflation rate below 2% to make up for the excess inflation we had in 21, 22, and 23. Not a single one. How can anybody tell me that flexible average inflation targeting is alive at the Federal Reserve? It's not. It's dead. And we don't even know what it is they're using instead. We Instead we get we get this from from the from the chairman. Let's play his last cut. Cut number nine, please. So what, what I'm thinking about is a couple of things. One is, how is this, are we going back? Probably not to the old economy. What's the new one going to look like? The other thing, maybe more pertinent to your question is, in the middle of this is a labor market in the United States where people can get paid well. It's, it's, it's too hot. You know, it's, not, it's unsustainably hot. But not, notwithstanding that, it's a very, very good labor market for workers. And it's our job to, to get it into a, to a better place where supply and demand are closer together. That is to say, right, that none of them, no, none of them seem to know where the economy is going. And so, so they don't say, here's the, here's the rule we can use to get us to the place we think we need to go, right? Doesn't have an answer for that. And in the argument on the other side, Jim Bullard says this uh, in his long-form long interview with CNBC, cut number six. I've even said that we should try to get above neutral uh, as early as the third quarter um, uh, and uh, try to put further downward pressure on inflation at that point. But um, one step at a time. One step at a time, meaning he doesn't see anybody out there. So right now, 
there is only one person who in March said that the that the Fed funds rate by the end of 2022 should be at above 3%. I'm assuming that's Bullard. Okay, based on other statements he's made. One says two and five says two and a half and two and three quarters. He's saying three to three and a quarter. Okay, everybody else is below that number. And I mean, it is a dog's breakfast. I'll read these to you. One of them is at one and a quarter to one and a half. Three of them are at one and a half to one and three quarters, which is now the market expectation, which which is well. Well, let's go. Let me go to the December number and tell you what they're. Let's go to the December FOMC, the Fed Funds Futures Market. The median forecast on that is at two and seven, two and three quarters to three percent. There are only two Fed presidents where the target probabilities are right now. This is the failure that we've seen. The market is, in fact, telling the Fed, we think you're going to be tighter than you're willing to tell us. Right? Even Bullard, even Bullard says, I'm going to go above neutral. Well, he, he was above, he's above neutral at, at, at three to three and a quarter. I'm curious what his dot will look like at the next, the next time they issue them. But they're only, but none of them are projecting, even in 2023 and 2024, anything above a three and a half to three and three quarters Fed funds rate. And yet somehow inflation's supposed to get back down to two and a quarter percent, roughly two and a quarter to two and a half percent by the end of 2023. We don't know why. We don't know how. Just trust us. I'm sorry. You gave us a policy not that within 18 months, 19 months, you abandoned without telling us why you abandoned it and not telling us why, telling us what you're going to replace it with. My argument is the Fed right now is truly in a world where they're flying by the seat of their pants. They don't know what's going on with, they do not know what's going on, the impact of Ukraine. They still have convinced themselves that COVID is a problem that they need to be aware of. Okay, which I frankly don't agree with. Right. And all of the issues that the war creates are not things monetary policy can fix. So just do what you know how to do. Get the inflation rate back to 2%. Get it back to 2%, you know, in the least painful way as possible. But by God, the stuff with the soft landing thing, that's you not wanting to take responsibility for a recession that might result from the fact that you were too easy for too long. Just own it. We'll be back after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz, 1440. Back in the day when I lied. The Biz, 1440, KYCR, Golden Valley. Mistakes, little mistakes, big mistakes, monumental mistakes, they all matter. When they're made in regard to your retirement, though, they can be disastrous. Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Alan Mike. 
The guys are going to share with you common mistakes that retirees make that can derail your retirement. Make sure you listen so you can keep your retirement on track. To find out more, listen to Money Matters with Alan Mike, 2 p.m. Sunday on the Biz 1440, or call them at 855-231-6010. Matt S. in Circle Pine says, Jake was our installer and he did an excellent job. We were very pleased with the process from start to finish. He was very knowledgeable, and I would definitely recommend him and a great garage door to everyone. New double-wide steel doors starting at 13. Call 763-767-3000. When you take the time to really get to know your body, you find that the root causes of its aches and pains are usually simple. The older we get, the more exercise we undertake, and the more injuries we sustain, the more inflammation our bodies suffer from. It's so simple. And my answer to that pain is Relief Factor, which I discovered years ago and take every single day to great effect. It helps the body to fight off inflammation, and I've never found anything that worked better in my life. I can't recommend it enough. 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. Relief Factor.com. What's your favorite high school sports memory? A late inning rally? A game winning shot? A photo finish? Maybe it's a pep rally or a pregame ritual. Maybe it's the euphoria of a late night bus ride home after a hard fought win. Maybe it's having pizza with teammates after the game. Now, imagine if it never happened at all. School sports need your help. With budgets getting tighter, it's more than the games that are on the line. It's all the traditions, the community pride, the culture of your hometown high school, plus all those memories that are on the line, too. What can you do? It's simple. Buy a ticket when you can. Go to a game. Take the whole family. Let's do everything we can to keep those cherished school sports memories alive. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Listen to the Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Welcome back, King Daniel Show, the Biz 1440. Happy Earth Day! Yeah, yeah. It just puts she just puts me in my happy place. I have the, the concert I was talking about is with a departed, wonderful old friend of mine. Uh, died way, way, way too young and uh, many years ago, but. We were super. We were both super big fans of uh, Susan Tedeschi because he discovered her even at about the same time that 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 my brother had turned me on to her. So uh, super good stuff. Anyway, thank you for uh, listening today. I was gonna say, does Earth Day feel a little muted to you? I want you to think about that a moment. Has Earth Day felt a little muted to you this year? 
And the reason I ask that is because we're having an argument about, we're having an argument right now about how and where and when we acquire energy from a government that is uh, cruel, uh, prosecuting a war unjustly, um, attacking people that we that we care deeply about, um, violating European norms. Um, yeah, yeah, and 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 I better be specific because there could be more than one of those. So I better be specific that I am in this case talking about Russia. Um, so I would I would just say that. Um, what we're seeing is sort of this backing away from thinking about where I go get my energy sources from. And indeed, it's really interesting to me that we have um, we have a, a, a country in Germany that is still looking at closing all of its nuclear plants. And I read because my daughter my daughter now lives in Europe, uh, lives in lives in Denmark. Um, I now read Danish news regularly, so I can know what's going on where my where my kid is. And that argument there, and I, I'll say I'm I'm actually mildly impressed with the Danish government. Uh, they 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 don't do a lot to me. They don't do a lot of really stupid stuff. Um. They're far more socialist. Their tax rates are way too high, and I don't understand their. I don't understand how their financial system operates. I've never been in a country where, where no hotel will change your dollars into the local currency. They won't. Um, just be prepared in case you decide to travel there. But, you know, I see governments do still engaged in activities. And now having to reap the whirlwind of the cost of those activities. And one of those is is climate policy. And the the result of which is, is you've got you've got much higher prices for gasoline happening for gas and for heating in Europe. The decisions that uh, we're going to actually give up we're going to change we're going to stop buying russian gas or buy russian buy little russian oil as gas as possible we're going to cut off russian oil we're going to import liquid natural liquefied natural gases um from the west from from north america all of that sounds fabulous it sounds like a great plan but it's going to take them a long time so I think what is misunderstood in the policies we create in many ways, and this ties back to what I've been saying today about, about monetary policy, is we do not build a world with resiliency. Um, Narnfan said this very well, I think, I think uh, in a tweet uh, at the show about 15 minutes ago. They just invent mechanisms as they go and babble about it. They try to sound like they're doing the right thing no matter what. That's their real objective. I I believe that to be the case. I believe that people are responding and that, that this is true around the world regardless of, of, the, of the political ideology. 
that people are responding to the wings. Um, people are responding to the to the responding to the furthest wings of their ideology, and I believe that to be a major problem. And the persistence of Germany uh, in its energy policy is is now coming home to roost. The persistence of the Fed in trying to move very slowly and deliberately on fixing inflation policy is to its detriment, to the detriment of this country. That fiscal policy believes that the answer to too much liquidity in the system, uh, an overhang of excess savings in the system, is to suspend student loan payments that would have taken a little money out of the system from people who are not poor because they went to get college, they have college, de- they have at least gone to college, and many of them have college degrees. The biggest debt holders are, are people who went and get professional degrees as well. All of these are about responding to the edges of your coalition and not to the center of your coalition. And the result of that is higher inflation, higher prices for energy, and I believe at some point, I do believe at some point, if it doesn't stop soon, that a recession does come. I'm not ready to say the recession, I'm not ready to tell you that yet, just yet and just now, but I think it's coming really, really soon. Hey, thank you so much for listening today. Thank thank you, Daniel, for all the good work down at the mothership, and, and uh, we'll be back with you next week. GDP reports next week here, uh, so you'll get you're getting that here on the King Banyan Show on the Biz 1440. Often the size of the fish grows each time you tell the story. The roller coaster gets a little taller, and the starry night sky gets even starrier. That's because the magic of some Minnesota moments is hard to put into words. The memories that become part fact, part feeling, but 100% real. Plan your dream trip at exploreminnesota.com. Sponsored by Explore Minnesota Tourism, aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. Here's King Banyan with today's Banyan Business Brief. According to a recent survey by the Atlanta Federal Reserve, median wage growth for hourly workers was growing 6.6%. This is a sign of the tight labor supply in our country. Estimates by the Atlanta Fed indicate that wage growth isn't working as well in increasing labor supply, particularly with younger workers. But one thing higher wages will do is increase the flow of workers seeking to come to the United States from elsewhere. The recent decision by the Biden administration to end the return of illegal immigrants as the COVID pandemic recedes coincides with higher wages. It will act as a magnet pulling more Central Americans to the United States. It's not clear this is what the administration wants, but it's easily predicted by economists, and it's likely to be an issue in midterm elections. I'm King Banyan. Hear King live each Saturday morning at 9, right here on the Biz 1440, streaming at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. Giving your computer problems the boot, RB.
Arby's Computer Service. Hi, this is Randy with Arby's Computer Service. You have heard me advertise on this and other stations for years and have trusted us for your IT needs, and I thank you for that. We now have an immediate need for a network server tech in our organization. If you or someone you know has a year or more business experience supporting these environments and is looking to work for a company like ours, I would like to speak with you. We are very competitive with other large companies for pay and benefits, including health and retirement planning. But because we are smaller, our environment is friendly and more flexible than some of the larger IT companies. You can do your job, and it can actually be fun doing so working for us. Call me today to determine if you have the requirements for the position so that we can move forward and you can become part of our team. We can be reached at 763-441-3884, or you can email me, randy at rbsmn.com. I look forward to hearing from you. Giving your computer problems a boot, Arby's Computer Service. The power of the Christian education is that our children can make their decisions and their sound decisions, and it just makes them better adults. Hi, I'm Jeff. Hi, I'm Trish, and we're from Oakdale. Jeff and Trish use the half-off tuition program for both of their sons' Christian education. That's half price for the first year of tuition at participating Twin Cities schools. The half-off tuition program was better than we could have ever imagined for our family. Details at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.